Welcome to the Spiritual and Successful Podcast featuring me, Eloise Burton, and my co-host Claire Butcher. Sit back, relax, and let's talk all about the woo. Hi there, I'm Claire and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm here with Eloise and today we're going to talk about what we're told as women about success. Um, Now I'm going to do this as a bit of an interview style one today, I think, just to shake things up a little bit, okay? So Eloise, your thoughts behind putting this together, what we're told as women. So what are your thoughts along that and why do we think we want a podcast about it? Well, the thing is, as women, and, and you know, I just want to preface this with, you know, we're not about bashing men. Mm-hmm. Like, men are amazing. We both adore men. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in our society, women have been told a lot of stories about who they can be, what they can say. And it does impact us, even though society has changed so much in our lifetime. Yeah, we were talking about this, weren't we? It's ridiculous how quickly. Yeah. Neither of us are very old. But we all have memories of even at school. I mean, my parents saying to me, well, you know, you only need to worry about it because you're only amount to be a secretary. Right. Because that was the traditional thing that women did. Obviously, was become secretary or telephone operators even further back, et cetera, et cetera. So there was so much limited, limited beliefs put on us from such an early age, wasn't there? Absolutely. And, and it, it was actually, it played out in real life as well. Because um, part of my story is I joined the Navy when I was a teenager. But I joined just after the time that women were actually allowed to go to sea. Mm-hmm. Um, but up until that point, they were seen as telephonists or drivers, mm-hmm. not people who could play a more operational role. So, yeah, I mean, you know, especially as little girls, we're also told uh, quite a few things. And I've I've written down a list here. You know, we often think we often get told we're too fat, we're too thin. You know, mm-hmm. we can't win on that one. <laughs> we're told as little girls we're too much, mm-hmm. and often as adults, we're told we're too much. But equally, we're also not enough. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's a very confusing message, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I, when I was quiet, people would say I'm too quiet. But that when never I, happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but when I wasn't quiet, I was told I was too big for my boots. Yeah, get back in line. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. women, women, you know, girls shouldn't be saying things like that. You right. Lady, be a young lady. Be polite. Be, be respectful. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And I always think it's interesting that when a when a boy takes charge, as you know, it's just it's just some it's just observations. When a boy takes charge, we call that leadership skills. When a when a girl <laughs> takes charge, She's they're bossy. bossy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bossy. I got that a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we get a lot a lot of mixed messages, and I think our society, as I mentioned at the start, has changed so much mm-hmm. just in our lifetime, mm-hmm. and I think. We all struggle. We all genders struggle to find where their place is at the moment. It's it's really challenging. Um, I've always been the highest earner in my current relationship, and I'm pretty certain that Mark doesn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I feel a little bit icky about earning more than him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because my ex-husband, he always wanted to be the provider. Yeah. wasn't very good at it but <laughs> he didn't want me to work full time because he felt that showed him as a failure yeah and there's a there's a lot of challenge there for all genders around this balance particularly when it comes to success and money I think it's also it is a bit challenging for the guys as well let's mm. just take a moment to just acknowledge mm. I know we're not talking about that but like my parents time my dad 
was insistent that mum didn't need to work and she shouldn't work. And when she had to work because he was out of work or something happened, he felt terrible about it. Yeah. And that's really sad, isn't it? Because yeah. he shouldn't have felt bad about that at all because we all should contribute. And, you know, that, again, like, yes, it's one generation away, but my parents aren't that old. It's not yeah. that long ago that his insistence was to earn enough money so she didn't have to work. And that's, to me, that's really old-fashioned way of thinking, isn't it? Yeah. And like you're saying, you know, you being the main wage earner in your situation now, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you, I don't think Mark has any issues with that mm. at all, but it isn't, it still isn't normal. No, no. It's still quite different and quite unique, your situation, isn't it? Yeah, and I think, you know, I just think it's really hard for everyone to know where they fit mm. in this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got the added thing that women specifically weren't able to just walk into a bank and open an account in their own name without permission from their husband or father. Oh, that really boils me. (laughs) (laughs) Until 1975. That was when I was born, right? I was born three years later. So in our lifetime... Dear me, that's shocking, isn't it? Women didn't have their own money. Well, they weren't allowed their own money. They certainly couldn't get loans or buy furniture or computers. Not that there was, well, there was computers at that time, but, you know, they couldn't buy things on tick, as I would call it, you know, on finance, because, you know, unless husband or dad was yeah. involved in that. So I think it's really, you know, that really brings, that really sharpens the focus on how long ago or not, how, you know, how, how um, recently... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shift in society happened. Mm-hmm. It's in our lifetime, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's not just about money, is it? It's about no. the roles at home as well. I still oh. feel that the woman is considered to be the caregiver, the homemaker, don't you? Absolutely. Do you think that still happens? Absolutely. And I still feel that I should make sure that the dinner's on the table, mm. even though I'm the highest earner. And, you know, I still feel like as a woman... I should be having dinner, the house should be nice and tidy, the clothes should be washed by me, all that type of thing. And I feel like, um, and this is not anything that my partner puts on me, it's something that I put on me, I still feel like I, I'm not succeeding mm-hmm. if I haven't done those things. Despite everything else you've Despite got going Despite everything right? else, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and when it comes to kids, for example, just recently, I've had two conversations with people about, you know, the women are kind of expected to sort out the childcare, whether they're in relationships or they're co-parenting or yeah. separated. Like somehow it's the woman's responsibility to sort out the six week school holidays. And, it, you know, in this day and age, actually, our society once this we have this equality but we haven't shifted as mm-hmm. women the words are there aren't they but the belief in the yeah the inside us is still sat this whole you know that we talked about it, it behind every successful man is that it's, i hate that it's a strong woman yeah so why so then yeah that's so why are they behind up? every successful yeah. man why can't we be alongside every or, success, or alongside or in every, front or in, oh whoa, now you've started something. in front you know <laughs> Yeah. Why? When in this era of equality, I just think it's really interesting that we have. It's almost like a hangover from I our previous societal norms, and and it's no wonder that we all, all genders, feel this not sure where we fit. Yeah. And I don't know what the answer is to that, but when I found out about that money thing, 
mm-hmm. that we couldn't open bank accounts until the mid 70s here in the UK. It was different around the world, but you know, Europe wasn't far ahead of us. They were only about five or 10 years. Um, like, how, you know, what, you know, what, <laughs> there's no wonder, it's no wonder we're all in that state of flux, but we're trying to get equality. Mm-hmm. But we're still dealing with that hangover. Yeah, it's almost like the words are out there, but because, until we really embrace it and we all embrace it. Yeah. And if we, I mean, we don't all have to embrace it at once, but we have to embrace it within our own worlds, don't we? So in, yeah. in our relationships, in our family, if we decide that actually all of that is is okay and the behaviour is, the, you know, the childcare is split, the house responsibility mm. is split, the money is split, all of that stuff. And we can decide that within our own little units. We're making a difference, aren't we? Yeah. And our kids are going to grow up with our way of doing things rather than the traditions that we were forced upon from our generations before that. So, yeah, I think it will shift. I, I think, think it will. I think it will. We're think... in a bit of a kind of moment where we frustratingly want it to change, but it's just not quite there, is it? It's absolutely true. And I think actually when we add the layer of when we do more spiritual work or non-standard work, that seems to add something else that people don't feel that it's a real business people don't feel like you know because it's woo woo or not mainstream mm-hmm. that actually that's not actually a business because it's not manufacturing it's not goods. traditional yeah or yeah. you know and I think that's something interesting that you know why why do we almost dismiss or not you know we don't we love it we love all the woo-woos what we what some people would call woo-woo is kind of our core but you know <laughs> ours is woo-woo not woo-woo <laughs> yeah I mean you know even being a coach is quite hard to explain to people they often say but people pay you to do that <laughs> and yeah they do because they and and people find it really hard I, I now tell I've got a book I've got a I've got a planner on Amazon, so I just tell people I'm an author. And they, they understand what that is because that's a traditional role. Yeah. But, you know, a coach... It's far from a traditional book, darling, is it? Yeah. It's what everybody needs in their lives. It's not... <laughs> exactly, exactly. But people can understand the concept of someone yeah. writing a book as yeah. a job. Yeah. They can't understand... Some of them can't understand the concept of being a coach or a therapist. Yeah. Um, or a holistic practitioner. They can't get their heads around that and they certainly don't get the money alchemist thing <laughs> no until you do it and then oh my goodness me do you get it <laughs> yeah exactly so I think you know there's that whole thing about gender roles in society which are very outdated but they became outdated very quickly and I don't think we've caught up with that mm. but also that added layer of the business you do is non-mainstream it's not as tangible so it's not really a thing. I, a lot of my clients come to me and they say, well, my partners think it's just a bit of a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, and I, you know, Mark. But again, my, that's that gender thing again. It, isn't it? it can be. Oh, the, 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 let the woman go and do that little thing. It's her little project. Yeah. Sorry. It's almost like a patronizing <laughs> pat on the head. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Mark really does not subscribe to the spiritual side of things. And he will dismiss it out of hand. And he won't mind me saying this. He finds it hard to get his head around mm-hmm. why I believe and do what I do. Mm-hmm. But he's more than happy to live off the proceeds. <laughs> <laughs> I think he supports you to do it, but he doesn't want to get involved. With he doesn't understand. Yeah. He can't think about things the way I do. And so when people ask him what I do, he can't actually tell them. Right, okay. You know, mm-hmm. and I just think, that's that's a really interesting layer of this you know 
and it's not to say that men don't do this work men definitely do yeah um but I think you're but right. But do they tell people about it? I think they do. do, they do and it I in think secret. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm in a few groups, and there are male healers, male coaches, and I do think they bring a different feel. People just are more accepting mm -hmm. of that. I, yeah, it's just re it's really interesting this observation, isn't it? So what we can do to perhaps help this continue to change because it is changing and shifting. And maybe we just need to watch our language. And we also need to watch what we take accountability for and just make sure that we're being fair and we're not just taking it on because we were told as a woman that's what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah, So absolutely. come away from this role. Don't be all, you know, oh, yeah. I'm not doing that because that's, I mean, people have that, do they have blue and, blue and pink, what do they call it, the roles in there? That's a, take yeah. the dustbin out, that's, that's a, a blue, blue job, job, right? Yeah, we See, don't have to do that. We don't have to do that, no. no. But what we could be doing is being a bit mindful that says, don't assume because yeah. I'm a female in this situation, don't assume that that's what I'm going to do. We need to figure this out together. Yeah, have that conversation. And, and teach your kids the same, right? Yeah. So, you know, don't tell the kids that if you've got a brother-sister thing, that, yeah. oh, that's his, he's got to do that and she's got to do that. That's yeah. just not... And I think, you know, things are changing with with kids, aren't they? We bring, we bring kids up differently now to how my son was brought up. You mm -hmm. know, he's 22 now. Um I remember his dad and I having a row about a pushchair. I bought him a pushchair, a blue pushchair. And his dad was absolutely outraged that I bought him a pushchair because that's um, that's a woman's thing, you know. <laughs> so, you know, ah. we're I know, right? I know, right? So we have we have moved on, which is really important. But I think, you know, I think what's really useful as an activity, and there is going to be a guide, a worksheet for you to work on this is just catch some of the things that some of the judgments you make mm. about being the gender that you are um what does that mean what what does that imply for you have you taken on these old outdated societal norms are you evolving mm -hmm. I, I often I hear myself repeating things I was told as a child yeah <laughs> and catching those things just spend you know a bit of time writing down catch yourself where am I complying with these old social norms and struggling against the new evolution where women do go out to work it's very common for women to be out of work I'd yeah. say I'd say yeah like most most women now go out to work don't we but that wasn't like that when we were young yeah um where have where have your thoughts and icky feelings not caught up with that and and think yeah, about because you've said before, haven't you, that even though you are the main wage earner, sometimes you still find that feels a bit icky. It even feels at your icky. stage now. Yeah, mm. and I worry that Mark doesn't like it, even though he's never. Mm. He, I, I think he enjoys it. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, it's 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 like it's, as I said, it's a hangover from a society that doesn't exist anymore. And I think see see what your hangover points are, and yeah. and like you said, have these conversations. Don't just assume that one person's going to do this job and the other person's going to do that job. One of the most annoying things in my relationships when I come home and he hasn't started tea. Yeah. <laughs> What's for tea then? And I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, I lived with my dad for a while yeah. because after my mum died, we lived with my dad to just support him so he wasn't alone. Um, and it helped me because I didn't have to pay so much rent. Um, and I used to have the same thing. He wasn't working then because he's, he's oh, retired. Mm. And I used to come home from a 
12 hour day and he'd go what's for dinner and yeah I'd want to literally throw him out the window and be like are you taking a look yeah I've been sat watching telly all day long and yeah it's so random and then not only that but then I had to cater to his needs because he doesn't like pasta he doesn't like rice yeah. he doesn't like curry oh my oh my goodness yeah so I learned very quickly that I was cooking the meal of my choice and if he didn't like it he'd have to cook himself so yeah. he actually sussed it out and started taking some ownership and making meals and yeah. I used to be like these are lovely oh yum 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 um, so you can make changes. I just think you've got to notice them. Yeah, you? you've got to notice them. And then you need to empower yourself and other people around you. Um, and it is an education process, especially if you're spiritual. Part part of the journey with spirituality is allowing other people to be on their own path and for that to be okay. Mm -hmm. So I know I spent a lot of time trying to bring Mark with me on this. Mm -hmm. And that didn't work either. It's not his world. And it's, you know, it's the same for all of this. It's just not normal. Mm -hmm. It's just, he doesn't feel it's normal. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we know mm -hmm. it's more normal than anything. I don't know about you, but when I tap into my spirituality, my connection, my gifts, I feel more normal than when I don't. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I thought the opposite would be true. But that's not for him. And he's also had to learn that I'm not going to comply with his way of doing things and that doesn't mean we can't have a strong relationship it just yeah. means that we have to work around each other and understand each other's roles in our relationship and it's got nothing to do with the gender no, that we are no no maybe it's to do with how much time somebody's got or maybe a skill yeah you know um, mark could be the worst cook in the world i don't know or what we assume <laughs> other people are feeling because yeah. i assume he's feeling he wants to come in from work and have a meal on the table but he knows I've been working. Mm -hmm. So maybe that assumption doesn't exist. It's in your exactly, head. Exactly. exactly. So we do need to do a little bit of work and checking. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing on the worksheet maybe. Yeah. Just catch yourself. Yeah. When you have any kind of those thoughts or any kind of those expectations, just jot it down. You can always analyse it later, can't yeah. you? But yeah. it's worth just catching that moment because then you can, when you've got for reflection time, you can sit down and go, well, that's interesting. I never thought I had that belief. Yeah. I never thought that that was stuck with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, think about the work, the business that you do as well. Like, do you hide away from that? Or do you, you know, are you trying to get people to understand it who really aren't going to understand it? It's a, it's a similar thing. So just notice these things. And as with any of this work, it's really important not to beat yourself up for it. Mm -hmm. You don't go, oh, I've been behaving like that for 25 years. What What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> like, this is an evolution. The awareness is an evolution. You just, you know, that was the past and now you're aware of it. And it's up to you whether you choose to do anything with that or nothing with that. And that's mm -hmm. all okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, use the worksheet. And um, we'd love to know, wouldn't we? I'd love to know what, yeah, what people, what people come up with. Yeah. What, what other things have you been taught? And, and led to believe about your gender, your business, the arena that you're in, you know, that make you feel a little bit small. Yeah. Um, or like you a have... A little bit icky. A little bit icky, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. wow, that'd be really interesting. Yeah, definitely come back to us, guys, because uh, that will be really interesting to yeah. find out more about everybody later. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Real. So I, I think that's, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. Yeah, bye-bye. You've been listening to the Spiritual and Successful Podcast with me, Eloise Burton, and my co-host, Claire Butcher. For more information and resources mentioned in the episode, go to www.fearlesslyfeminine.me forward slash podcast.